Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the Dude Save Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Carpenter. And I'm your co-host, Will Smith. And in today's episode, we're going to break down our epic fails from episode three. Boom. All right, guys. So in this episode, like I said, we're going to break down those epic fails from episode three. And I just want to give you guys a, a quick overview. Uh, the epic fails were my epic fail um, from an event marketing standpoint. Uh, we went to an event one year, did great. The business grew. So the next year when we went back, we had to grow our event marketing space. And ultimately, that led us to lose a few percent uh, on the back end. Like, we, we did not make money. Uh, Will, you want to give them a summary? Yeah, so, you know, um, I, I feel like our biggest fail was, I mean, we spent all this money to do this event and had a huge success, but just did not know what to do to get it over the finish line. Okay, okay, yeah. So, I mean, that's that kind of gives you guys a, a little summary, catch you up. Now, let's just, I'm going to dive straight into it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to break down my event real yeah. quick, okay? And feel free to chime in and tell me how bad I did. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, on that vendor event, we went out there and we spent, and I can't remember the exact total right now because I don't have those same notes in front of me uh, from last week. But uh, on that vendor event, I want to say it was like $70 for a 10 by 10 space. And then when we upgraded to a 10 by 20, they gave us a little bit of a discount. So I want to say it was $125 for, mm-hmm. for the bigger yeah. space. Um, so when you look at that, we, we spend almost double, yeah. right, in, in, in that alone. Uh, but what we didn't account for was our larger inventory and, and the fact that we were doing larger vendor shows following this one. We, we had expanded our booth design, which meant we had to have a box truck yeah. to transport the stuff. And we knew that. We knew that. We knew, oh, when we go to the festival in, in October, um, we have to take a box truck. So, hey, when we go to this one in September, we need to also. Um, so we didn't account for that. And, yeah. and you know, we accounted for it in the budget. We didn't account for what it was really going to mean. Um, so we had, I, I want to say, 50 bucks in that. It was like 20 bucks a day plus the mileage or something. So uh, we had like 50 or 60 bucks in that. So, you know, in just the box truck and the extended space, we had more than what we had in the space last year with no box truck. So we, we were already like upside down on this. Yeah. Right. And and then when you look at our inventory, we had inventory because we, we had a website presence. We had a, 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 you know, Etsy and Amazon presence and, you know, all this stuff uh, for our clothing. Um, but but we had way more inventory this year. So the box truck was necessary, but also the design of the booth was necess- was different. So we had more labor in yeah. setting it up, right? More time. We had to be there an hour earlier than we were the year before. Yeah. We had to be there an hour later. We had shelving. I mean, it was just yeah. completely different. Uh, we weren't just guys at the church hustling T-shirts next to Avon, yeah. right? Yeah, you were legit. We were legit. God. I mean, yeah. signs, banners, tables, shelving, racks. I mean, I mean, legit, okay? Um, so when you look at all of that, we had an increase in sales. And guys, this is going to sound like I'm copping out here, but... We were too big for the event. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, like my breakdown, and in, in, in when I'm looking at this, I'm going to say, Will, do you see anything here that I could have done different? Maybe you do. But I'm telling you, we outgrew the event. And 
from a small business owner's perspective, I want to say I didn't believe in our own success. Yeah. You with me on that? I didn't want to believe that we should. We did this event two or three years prior. The year prior, we did pretty well, made made a few hundred dollars in profit. I did not want to say, um, I'm better than that. I'm yeah. too big for that. Like, this event's been around 20 years. I'm, I'm better. But that's what it was. And looking back at this epic fail, you know, um, I said in the last episode that I consider it an epic fail even though we only lost a few dollars, right? Yeah. Okay. And now I'm going to tell you why. Because the epic fail was in me. Yeah. I did not believe that we were bigger and better and people wanted us. And people would have drove to the next event to get our merchandise. We didn't have to be yeah. at that one. You know what I mean? So when I look at this and when I look at this breakdown and I think, you know, I lost 5% or 10%, a lot of people that listen are going to say, yeah, but you know, losing $50 was worth it because of the exposure. But our clients w- would have bought our yeah. shirts online that week. Well, I mean, right. one might even say that you overestimated your audience. That's exactly right. No, I you agree with that. I mean? Like, we, we, we overthought it. Yeah. We overthought you, it. Because you're only going to sell so many shirts. I'm only going to sell so many. And, and and the event was, you know, you know eight to four or something yeah. like that. Eight to yeah. six, right? So we knew that last year we sold X amount of T-shirts and we had some downtime. Yeah. We should have prepared to fill that downtime. How can we fill that downtime? We need yeah. more inventory for people to buy things because the people that didn't buy, we didn't have something for them. Yeah. But what happened was in that year, we had such exponential growth that we pat- we surpassed that. We yeah. underestimated what we were walking into. We went from, you know, a we, we went from, you know, ten orders a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? To 30 or 40 orders a week and you know in the in the downtime like on the internet yeah, right yeah so we definitely overthought we thought we were going to do this good and this yeah. is good and, and then we realized we were too big we could yeah. not sell enough t-shirts to make what we brought to the table worth the yeah. time investment the money investment the you know you know whatever i mean so when I look back at my epic fail, and like I said, I, I don't want people to think I'm just copping out here and saying, oh, I was, I was, I was too good for that event. Like, there's nothing to be learned. No. Yeah. But, but I think one of the biggest lessons that I took away, even as we moved into, this was in September, so even as we moved into October and November, um, one of the biggest takeaways that I had was coming to terms with the fact people wanted our clothing. We, we were big. Like, yeah. so, so now we have to be selective about what events we go to. Like, we had to maintain our brand. Sure. Right? We, we couldn't just, you know, I don't want to say that I didn't want to support the high school athletics, yeah. but it wasn't economical for me to support the high school. Like, just let, you want $25 for a table? Let me just give you the $25. Yeah. I don't want to come. But yeah. that's because I can't haul my stuff in there yeah. to sell three t-shirts. Well, you know, and that, and that brings up a pretty interesting point. Okay, I think you know when you get to that point where you're starting to, for lack of better terms, level up, so to speak. Yeah, level up. Yeah, you know when you start to scale, you need to be mindful about your audience. Okay, your customer base. You know what I mean? Because you can scale too big and not have. I mean, that's almost a prime example of what I what we what I did in my epic fail. Right, is you know scaled it up. 
build it out, huge, everything, and your customers just weren't there. And the customers just weren't there, right? And and, and that's that's what happened is is you know in the in the epic and, and I didn't have any way to to like we were doing great at retargeting these customers, right? So the, this event might have been a success on the bottom line at the end of the year taxes. Because the customers that bought from us, even though we took a loss that day, might have bought another T-shirt at another event, sure. or they might have ordered a hat online, right? Yeah. So, so we may have made money. I'm not. My epic fail here is not about how much money I lost. It's about the fact that we were growing, yeah. and we underestimated how much we had grown. We we did not believe in ourselves. Like, oh, we 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 outgrew this. We we should have taken that inventory, that mentality, that money, and put it into the next big event. We yeah. should have made the next event even bigger. Yeah, we should have went to the four day event with an extra two hundred and fifty dollars in our budget. Yeah. Instead, we we spent it here. We lost five percent or something like that, and and, and it was. You know, we went into the next event just like we had planned. But, you know, the following year, 2020, 2021, as, as we're now in, um, you, you know, you, you, we realize you, you have to cut out some of those small events and capitalize on the big ones. Yep. And 200, I can tell you, $250 at the event that was three weeks after this one, $250 would have added more inventory. It would have added some breathing room. It may have even added a, another display, or or um, it probably because we were doing everything in house, guys. Two hundred and fifty dollars that we spent for that event, instead of taking the loss and hoping it worked out on the back end, we could have taken that two hundred and fifty dollars will and put that. That would have probably almost funded a new design. Like that would wow. probably would have funded yeah. a new design and eighty t-shirts to take to the next event of that new. We could have done a limited like special shirt. Yeah. For the big event, yeah. Instead of setting up at the small one, so you know, I don't, I don't want it to sound like a cop out, and say, you know, there, there was nothing to be learned from an advertising perspective, but there wasn't. There, there was, we could not have forced any more people to buy from us because we were limited by the event. By the event. By the event. So, um, if you guys feel that, if if you guys have been to events before and you realize. I did $100 at another event, and I only did $20 at this event. This is not a good event. Step back and think, was it not a good event, or was it not a good event for you, right? Yeah. Like, if they're buying your products, they wanted you there. They just weren't buying enough, or they couldn't yeah. buy enough, or, you know, your location at that event wasn't good. Like, like I'm just saying, when it comes to event marketing, you know, that's the lesson to take away from here is have confidence in yourself yeah if you're too big for an event you're too big for it well, right events are scary anyway. events are scary it's a lot yeah, of a, I mean, it's all upfront money a lot of planning a lot of planning you know, or and, not and yeah. you end up in a situation yeah. right you know and, and and i think that's that's something here if, if you guys have been to the athletic boosters or the church event or the women's center or whatever it is and you've said you know i, I only sold one thing there there were no customers there were they not, or were you just not capitalizing on those customers? Was yeah. the event holding you back? Because somebody bought your product, so you weren't out of place. Yeah. Right? Were you sitting there with your hands in your pocket? Right? Like, yeah. were you sitting there with your hands yeah. in your pocket? 
the one person that you sold to, did you capitalize on that? Did yeah. you get their information and put them on your mailing list and like try yeah. to sell them something else? Like they obviously bought what you had. And so that that's what I'm saying here. My my breakdown, my learning experience from that fail was pretty simple and it was we were we had outgrown that event and we're already looking at the next biggest event down the road and we should have just put our focus into it. Yeah. You know? So that's it. We'll we'll what do you got? All right, so oh, here we go. Yeah, here, here we go. Here in we case go. you guys don't remember, let, I'm, I'm just gonna hook them up here. Ready? Yeah. In case they don't remember, you spent three thousand dollars and obtained zero measurable sales conversion in a sales service industry position. Yep. Right. We don't know if there were sales because we couldn't measure it. That's right. But there were no measurable ones, so they didn't come the next day because you couldn't measure them. Yes. And a lot of people will look at it and say, "Well, you spent three thousand dollars for brand building." But you didn't measure that either. No. Okay. Let's no. break it down. That's that's so, where we're so at. Three, so so we're negative three thousand dollars. Negative three thousand dollars. We have no clue what we had out of. And then no clue what yet. So do you still have those leads? No, I think we shredded them. Shredded. So they're not even like aggregated nope. somewhere. No. Like they 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 no. were dead. They were called they're, dead. They're gone. Yeah. With zero conversions that we know of. Zero conversions. If so, they called us, great. But if they didn't, great. <laughs> right. Right. They didn't answer our phone calls. Then we don't we don't have a way to measure that. So so let's let's break it down. You show up to the event. Yeah. Okay. We sh- we show up. The, let's let's assume your booth's already put together. Yeah. Okay. Because this was a if you guys don't remember this was a big event fifty thousand people yeah. big event. Okay. Um, in the capital city th- this was a real event. Yeah. Okay. Um, can we tell them what kind of event it was? You care? No, yeah. It's an auto show, an auto right? Show, it was yeah. a car show, yeah. right? Uh, um, not a car show. Yeah, it was an auto fair. Yeah, right, like like the yeah. Detroit auto show. Yeah, this was this was the traveling West Virginia auto show. So, like yeah. like when you go to Louisville, when you go to Chicago, when you go to Detroit, West Virginia does a very watered down, very watered down, yeah. very very, very watered. watered down. But they do one, right? Yeah. We have an auto show. Yeah, and, and it's expensive. And it brings a lot of people. At 50,000 people, That's right? In a weekend, absolutely. in three yeah. days, right? Yeah. Like, it brought so, I mean, more people in three days than this than that live in the city. Yeah. We talked about that in the last episode. Like, this was big. So, you show up to your event. Yeah. All right. Well, now, now I'm going to ask some questions. You kind of you kind of yeah. lay me out here, okay? Ready? You show up to your event on the first day, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., whatever time it started, yeah. 10 a.m., whatever time it started, yeah. first day, you're there to work, probably got a coffee in your hand. What do you do? What are you doing? Talking to people. Talking to people. So, I mean, we did all the things right. We did, yeah. You know okay. I mean? you're, okay. So you're talking to people. Yeah. You know, we're not sitting there with our hands in our pockets. Okay. We're engaging with people. Okay. We had giveaways. Okay. So, you know, people are coming to our table. And, I mean, and we had over 500 leads. Okay. This right. I mean, by the end of the day. So it's that 1%? One percent. So, like, I mean, that's 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 solid. One percent of the the people people gave you their no, they gave you their information. Yeah, you probably had more visitors. They gave you their information. Oh, absolutely. Okay. You know, so that's great. Okay. That that was wonderful. Um, What happened after that's where we really dropped. So, so we go to this event. You talk to people. You convince them whether it's your charming good looks. Yeah. Yeah. Or the insurance wrap that you haven't designed yet, but I'm going to pretend like you do have since you're the Fresh Prince of insurance. Yeah. 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 Right, uh, Will Smith. You know, um, 
Um, I don't have any kind of name though that can play on Jazzy Jeff. Like, no. I just I can't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I just Jazzy Ben. Yeah. Sounds like <laughs> something out of it's pretty cheesy. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's a movie we're not watching. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I could be on Broadway maybe, but maybe. but have you ever seen me? I ain't, I ain't going to Broadway. Yeah, I ain't going to Broadway. <laughs> Um, but but so you right. go to this event, you do everything right. Yeah. You go you go back to the office and you go back to your office. How many people worked your event? Uh, we had five. Five people. So yeah. so so five people. So everybody generated a hundred leads. We're just going with averages here. Yeah. Okay. So those people generated a hundred leads. Did you assign those hundred leads to those people? No, they got split up between. So the they office. didn't work the leads they brought in. No. So the they human were, connection was gone. Correct. Right? I'm not this is not judgmental. I'm just no. saying Yeah, absolutely. Like like I took a lead from somebody when my shift was over, I didn't take my list with me to work no. in the office the next day. No. Right? Like yep. and I, I wasn't there, it wasn't me, but I'm just pretending yep. here. Right? Like like pretend like we're, you know, in a fantasy world. I yeah. can't drop the, the D word. I'm afraid they'll uh they'll censor <laughs> us if yeah. I if I say we work for the mouse. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. We're yeah. not in a mouse fun land. Do you guys get that? I don't yeah. know. Anyways. <laughs> um uh, but fantasy, right? Yeah. Like like we're just pretending here. I I, I generate a hundred leads. Yeah. And those hundred leads come in during my shift, right? Yep. And then I leave, but I don't take those hundred leads. So my follow-ups aren't, "Hey, we spoke at the auto show." No. Right? Do you remember me? I'm Big Ben from the auto no, show. No, no. Right? Follow-ups are, "Hey, thanks for visiting our booth." Yeah. You know, we want to go through your information, and we offer you our products. Okay. You know, okay. offer the service that we, you know, provide the customer. Right, 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 right. You know, so you know these were distributed out. Okay. To all the agents or you know the salespeople, yeah, and um, four know, or five of them. I yeah. assume they each probably got eighty or eighty or ninety leads. leads right yeah, down. you know, so they go through, call them once, okay, call them twice, okay, and uh, and then you they, shredded them, and then you shred them because you because I mean. For the most part, I mean, you may have talked to one or two of them. Of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. And, and one or two may have converted. We just don't have the traffic. Yeah, no, data. We're, right. we're not. You know, we're not interested. Or hey, I already yeah. have your products. Yeah. Or, or whatever the case may be. Right. But you know, so in this process, I mean, we we've got this huge amount of information that we've collected that we've worked hard all weekend long to collect. Right. 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 And then yeah, because in case you guys don't know, it's vendor events. If you do vendor events. They're eight to eight or whatever yeah. it is, right? Yeah. The person working the event could be there for twelve hours, not yeah. including setup, dismantle, coming and going, lunch breaks, potty breaks, right? I got yeah. a, I got a little girl I can say potty, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but but I mean, so people don't realize like the person you're dealing with is there because they they truly either have to be yeah. there or want to be there. Yep. Like it's 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 grueling, yeah. even in climate controlled. Oh, it's yeah. grueling. You're there twelve hours on your feet, yeah, on your feet, talking. Yeah. So so. Then let's help you know, with with my fail. I don't think that there was much that could have been done differently. I could no. have taken less inventory. I could yeah. have skipped the event. Like we could, I could have fixed it. But there's not much yeah. in the way of advertising. I could not have brought more people in. There just physically wasn't enough time or space. There wasn't to enough do people it. there to justify so, your event. That's right. You know what I mean. But with your situation, I think we can we can do a, a breakdown here for a few yeah. minutes and and really. And really figure out what you could have done differently. So if there's people listening that have, that yeah. have done events, whether they were my style events or your style events, whether they're selling a physical product or, or, a, or a service-based product, right? I feel like we can break this down and say, hey, all those customers that Ben got, all those customers that Will got, um, this is what should have happened or could have happened, right? Yeah. So let me just let me just ask you, 
from a management standpoint, because you were managing this, right? Yes. Right. In in the last episode, you admitted it was a management failure. Oh, absolutely. It was, you, it was my failure. It was your failure. My failure ah. because I didn't. How's that plan. sound? How know. does that sound? I right. I absolutely love it. I hope so. You, I hope the other people embrace that. You can't learn, right? You know what I mean. So you know, we do this event on a yearly basis. Okay. So I mean, you know, so next year. Going back to this event, yeah, I've got a much grander plan. I mean, I right. feel like on you the know, management course, side. Oh, yeah, absolutely. On the management, when collect I mean? five hundred leads, we got that. We're, so you know, my plan is to be able to utilize those five hundred okay. leads plus leads, maybe even get more. So, so can you share with us maybe just a couple bullet points real quick? Like you know, at the event, what are you going to do different? So you know, I feel like lead management should be more. Um, well, managed. I oh, guess you would oh say. Yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I, I feel like there needs to be more emphasis on how those leads are managed. Okay. What are you going to do with those leads? You know, okay. I feel like um, automation, number one, is huge. Huge. Okay. Huge. You know, so we're switching to a digital lead generation. Digital lead capture. Right. Lead okay. capture. There yeah. You go, right. So digital lead capture. Also some automation with that. Okay. You know, to so, help. so when you capture the lead, you're, you're wanting an, an email or a text message to go out at the show or, or 30 minutes right later. after right after yeah, you know yeah. like four or five hours after the show hey thank you for visiting our booth right but you're you know, not sending that you're talking no, automation automation okay so, so that you know that when someone visits our booth then they're going to get an automated text message or an email or whatever the case may be okay to, to you know hey thank them for visiting our booth just to kind of help build that connection okay with with us okay you know um I don't don't know that we would even go down to the actual salesperson aspect of it. So yeah, that, yeah. So so that they're building the connection with that one salesperson. Right. But I want them to build that connection with the whole office. And you might. I mean, in a sales servicing based industry, they might want that personal connection. Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely something they good might to think like, about like, as like, well. Like, hey, this is you know, even if I'm like, hey, I'm logged in, I'm taking leads. My login is auto generating. Hey, thanks for. Hey, it's Ben. Thanks for talking to me today. Yeah. Right. It might. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but so at the event, our big bullet point here is m- managing how we interact with the, con- with the consumer. Yeah. Right. With the customer, with the client, you know, and, and I agree with that. Like, so we tracked our inventory and stuff like that. But when people paid us, we did not lead capture their information either. So yeah. at this event. Right. So so even though I made sales, I had no idea how to send them a thing and say, thanks for attending Thank that festival. Yep. We're going to be at this next festival, but if you can't make it, here's a 25% off coupon. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. 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 I didn't know how to do that. Yeah. Now I do. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Well, or, or I knew how. I didn't I didn't know. Yeah. Didn't, it never even crossed my mind. I was so flustered overthinking yeah. the event. I, I didn't think about it. Right? Yeah. So, so that puts us into a position. That puts us into a position where... You know, I woke up one day and was like, oh, man, that's what I should have done. Yeah. Hey, we're going to be at this. Thanks for coming to that event. We're going to be at this mm-hmm. event. Can't make it? Coupon code. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Should have done that. Absolutely. So so big bullet point for both of us, I think, even now that we've talked it out, is how you interact with the client. Absolutely. Right? And then give me one of your one one solid bullet point for, for after the fact. Like, what are you going to do once you get those leads? Yeah. Some automation has soft touched them, you know, passive. I like to call it passive, right? Yeah, yeah. It, you've passively marketed towards them. Sure. Right? So so you, you've got that lead. You've passively touched them once or twice um, with some automation, a text message yeah. or an email. Um, and then you bring it back to the office. I assume a salesperson is going to call them. But give me the bullet point on, on the management side. How are you going to manage those calls? How are you going to manage success? Like, do you are you going to lay out a... 
10 step like hey guys you have to make this many calls or you have well, to not, so what are we doing so realistically so um you know with technology we can automate a lot of those contacts okay you know so you got a couple soft touches here okay um you know long-term automation okay i mean uh, statistics you know i've seen a couple statistics says that they have to see your brand eight times eight times I've before seen they that. actually do that yeah, yeah before so, they even make the contact yeah, right exactly yeah, yeah. so if, if we start cross-marketing them right between you know facebook or text message or mm-hmm. phone call mm-hmm. or even mailers yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Uh, people people don't associate you know they think mail is dead yeah but it, it really isn't it really I mean, isn't matter know. of fact email's dead yeah i, I would yeah. say email yeah. is dead before i would say mail is, mail dead. is dead yeah you're absolutely Today. right so you know i, I feel like a cross-marketing st- strategy to be able to market to these people and up, you know, get these people up into a client management system. Yeah. So that when you finally get a lead come through them, it's yeah. matching up with that event. Okay. So that they know, so that you have a way to measurably track, hey, did, yeah. I'm spending $3,000 on this event. I want to know if this event made me money. And, and when you say client management, you're, I mean, all industries have them, the auto industry, the insurance yeah. industry. I mean, every industry has some way to track their clients, right? Yeah. And you're saying, you know, you know, I want to tag that client as auto show. That's exactly right. So that when I run a report that says, show me all the auto show clients, I want to pull the report and then show me all auto clients who have a policy, a product, a, yep. you know, um, whatever other you know thing you know it showed me all cl- who have purchased for me within the last three months yep. like right who, who bought a cupcake from me last week like yeah. and see where that data is yeah. aggregating out to and um, one thing I want to talk about you you said Facebook ads and I think people need to hear us say once you collect name phone number email maybe another data point but yeah. three data points yep are all Facebook needs to anonymously yeah. find those people. Absolutely. So if I have name, email, and phone number, yeah. I can and let's let's throw one more in there, zip code. Zip code. I upload those four things into a spreadsheet and I upload my five hundred people into yeah. a spreadsheet and I upload those five hundred people spreadsheet to Facebook. Yeah. Facebook will go through its database and mm-hmm. find or attempt to find those 500 people. Absolutely. So I can then run an ad to those people and say, thanks for talking to us at the show. And they're seeing it on their Facebook or their Instagram timeline, yeah. and I'm speaking directly to them. They're stopping because they think it's a friend or something talking to them. Yeah. Right? It's, it's a direct, you know. It's a, yeah. Okay. Not to mention retargeting with lookalike ads. So explain lookalike just real quick. So, so, you know, with that same 500 people, okay, you can actually target an audio, a lookalike audience, so to speak, and yeah. say, hey, we didn't see you at our booth. Right. Um, come see us next year or still want to save money, give us a call. Right, because lookalikes are going to take everything that Facebook knows about those 500. Yep. And find a million people yeah. that fit that profile. Yep. And then you're going to take that million. I think uh, just guys for the record, I believe Facebook says a thousand people in a look in an audience gives you the best lookalike. Yeah. But but either way, so two years worth of leads. I think it's a minimum of two fifty. It's right? a, I think it's a minimum of two fifty. Yeah. But at, at a thousand, they feel confident in their data matching yeah. right okay Makes sense. so you're gonna say facebook give me a million people that look like this and we'll go into an episode about what facebook knows about you because it's creepy <laughs> um at google all these guys right um we'll go into it and, and how it works and why you have 1500 friends on facebook and only see 30 people's posts yeah. i can explain that we the dudes uh, will explain that right um but what you're saying is 
even after automation, even after physical phone touches, even after all of that, we're going to passively market to these people yep. on a personal level because we're going to get these 500 to see ads on Facebook and Instagram and maybe TikTok or wherever else we can upload this data to yep. that says, hey, you've seen us, yep. right? Absolutely. We talk to you, yep. right? And and then you're going to take you know 500 or 1,000 people or any, any number of people that you have and you're going to create a lookalike. And Facebook's yep. going to say, hey, here's a million people in the country that also like the same things those 500 people like. Yep. And then you're going to say, perfect, now let me narrow that million down to West Virginia. Let me narrow that million down to, yep. you know, whatever, age range, you know, you know, driving age, 18 to 55 or yep. so, whatever your target market is. Um, and, and, and what you're going to do is, is you're going to take that data, that million, do- that million lookalike, Yep. And we're going to narrow it down to target 7,000 people in yep. West Virginia. Yep. So you're going to run a 500-person ad that says, hey, we seen you. Yep. And you're going to run a 7,000-person ad that says, do you like vehicles? Check out our prices. Or do you want to buy a new vehicle? Because the people that were at the auto show share common interests. Interest. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, so that's... That's it. We're not going to explain how that works. Like we're we're at our thirty minute mark. I'm I'm we're done yeah. uh, for episode four, guys. But but that's what's happening here. So uh, just a really quick summary. Well, and I want to no, just hop ahead. in here yeah. real quick. I, yeah. I, I don't want to overcomplicate the process because a lot of people are going to see it. You know, think this like first oh, of all, well, it's not easy. Yeah. How am I going to? What, what are they talking about? Lead capture, right? And of stuff course, like right. that. You don't have to have software to do lead capture. Right. I mean, they're simple places online, but it doesn't matter. You know. My so my my reasoning is, you just need a process, right? You need right. a process to be able to if you, even if it's still on paper, if it's paper, if you data entry everybody you, and then group them by zip codes to market to that zip code, you know, it you have to have a process to do to do something with the leads you gather. So um, let me just I'm gonna give a we, we're still under we're, we got thirty seconds here before we hit that thirty minute mark. You okay for me yeah. to take two more minutes here? Yeah, check it out. Lead capture. Yep. Let's. I'm going to define that real simply. Lead capture is the act of obtaining personal information from a non-client. Yep. So when you say I'm going to lead capture and feed it into automation, you're what you're saying is you're going to you're going to ask them for their data. Yep. And then you're going to give that data to a platform, a person, a software, a something yep. that is going to automatically do something with it. Yep. Automation could mean I have a full-time employee whose only job is to call those 500 people. Yep. He is automatically going to do it. Yep. Right? Automation could mean I've got a software that yep. automatically emails them. Absolutely. It's going to automatically do yep. it. So you're right. I don't want to overcomplicate it, right? When, when we talk about lead capture, we're talking about how are you, how are you getting yep. the data? And then automation is what are you doing to make sure that that data is being consistently used? That's exactly right. And and um, I, I just want to say lead capture, Google Forms. Yeah. Google makes a free form on the internet. Yep. If you have a Gmail account, if you don't make one, if you have a <laughs> Gmail account, you can create a Google Form. Yeah. And you can sit there on your phone because it's mobile friendly. Yep. And you can take their name, their email, their phone number, hit submit, and Google puts it in a spreadsheet for you. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Right? Period. Yeah. Email marketing. Who does free email marketing these days? MailChimp? MailChimp. MailChimp does um, it. 
your website might support it, depending yeah. on who your website yeah. provider is. You might yeah. have an email platform built in there. Wix has that automation built right in. Wix has it built right in. Um, MailChimp, I, I, I'm sure there's other ones. Yeah, Obviously, I put you on the spot. Yeah, 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 I get it. We're, 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 we're finishing up here, but you're right. I don't want to overcomplicate it. I want to say I don't want to undercomplicate it. Oh, no, absolutely. My important point is the process. Is the process. Like, it's not, Think it, about a process yeah. for after the event. After the event. Have a good event and then have a good follow-up. That, a follow-up. There you go. You have that's, a good that's follow-up. It. That's it. Right? And, and, and in my situation, my situation is pre-event. Yeah. Know what you're going into. Absolutely. And don't be afraid to not go into it. Yeah. It's it was not worth making eight hundred, nine hundred, a thousand dollars because in the long run I lost money and just like you, I had no way to capitalize on the on sales and the yep. leads that I had. Yep. So so to me that I, I failed. And yep. same thing. So yep. guys, there's a breakdown of and girls, guys and girls, right? There's a breakdown of our epic fails. We both failed. Uh, in episode three, you can go back and listen to you know us talk about each event individually. In episode four, you've now understood why we considered it a fail and maybe what we should do differently. Look at it before you go, manage how you're there, which we both yeah. fell into that category, and then manage the follow-up, right? Uh, Will, you want to leave them with anything? Nah, man, I just hope you guys got something from it. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, that's why we're doing this. We want to try to help you. Um, we don't know everything. No. But um, I hope in some way my failures can help you lay out a better plan for your success. What are we going to do in episode five? Ooh. I know, right? Yeah. Like, I, in case you guys care, we did not plan this. This is this is, this is yeah. is just us talking. Maybe we should dive into Facebook. Think we should do something about Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Maybe so, maybe an overview. Well, an I, overview. Because you get Facebook. You could. You could. Yeah. Rabbit hole for oh days. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. Um. How, how when me and you first had our first Facebook thing, yeah. and I was showing you some of the stuff that you didn't know. Yeah. Right. Because you boost post. You did. Oh you, yeah. you, you know. We, how long did you come sit at my house that day? Four hours. You came oh, sit here. Yeah, right. When you, when you time. came to my house and sat down in in the kitchen, we sat in the kitchen. Yeah. And four hours went yeah. over what was possible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so, okay, episode five, we're going to do a Facebook advertising overview. overview yeah. Or, yeah. or, you know what, um, let's just do a Facebook overview. So we'll touch a little bit about how Facebook works. Yes. yes. How advertising works, yeah. how Facebook aggregates their data, maybe give them some things they, they didn't really know about yeah. it, you know. Um, and, and, and we'll really talk about how to leverage social media. Yeah. Right? So episode five, guys, we're going to do a Facebook overview. Uh, Just like Will, I hope you guys got something out of this. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. See you around. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys.